Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's The List and your boy. With uh, Jimmy Van And Sean Ross What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It's August 2nd, 2023. Welcome to Fightful. This is episode 299. Is it? Of the list and your boy. Next week is the big 300, Jimmy. Wow. Wow. What are you drinking? Uh, This would be coffee and almond milk. That's what this is. Coffee and almond milk. Yeah, decaf. I didn't recap. This would be water good for you this probably tastes a little better but you're not a big coffee guy so i'm not i love the smell of coffee but i don't i don't drink coffee right so you're just like that the aroma is phenomenally 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 it's phenomenal it's phenomenally (laughs) it's really really great uh jimmy we got a big week ahead SummerSlam. i'm heading to detroit tomorrow night so uh keep it locked here at youtube.com slash fightful fightful.com fightfulselect.com uh, we are going to have a couple of nice Fightful Select plugs because we've reported an awful lot on uh, several stories that we're going to be talking about today here. Uh, please subscribe. We are getting closer and closer to 100,000 subscribers. I think we are under 1,300 away right now. I would love to get there by my birthday on August 30th. It would mean an awful lot if you guys would help us get there. We are going to have a whole mess of event footage this week. I'll be filming some from the press box. Hopefully that'll that'll work out well. Uh, we're going to have some from Dynamite 200 tonight as well. Our short form content has been blowing up. Uh, we've been on Facebook a lot more with that. On Instagram, I've got a uh, series called Real Fights and Pro Wrestling. A lot of exciting times, but leave a thumbs up. Tap that bell for notifications. Get your Super Chats and Humper Chats in. We are a Super Chat, Humper Chat driven show. So if there are points you want us to tackle, topics that you want us to discuss, you uh, send a Super Chat here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. Or you can go to HumperChats.com, which is our Streamlabs platform. And uh, you can just get your question or statement in there. And you can get them in well ahead of time as well. And it helps an awful lot. Uh, we also do a Q&A every, or I do a Q&A every week on FightfulSelect.com. I'll be doing a live one on Thursday. But Jimmy, here we are. It's Wednesday. It's been one of the more newsworthy Wednesdays. This is like for then in, a, in quite a while, Jimmy. How many times have we said that? How, how many times have we done this podcast and there's just all kinds of shit that breaks like that day? Sure, but lot. I mean, this is this is the most in a long time. Yeah, there is and, a lot today. There is, and for a change, it wasn't something that I intentionally broke on a Wednesday so we could talk <laughs> about it. Like <laughs> in the past, that is admittedly sometimes what what I do is I'll break a big story ahead of the show, and then what I'll do is say, "Hey, at four p.m. Eastern, you can go to the list that goes on on Fightful Select. We'll talk about another story I'm breaking." Breaking these, uh, we didn't necessarily break. Elite have resigned with AEW. We did report on Fightful Select that they would be staying with AEW. We said that quite a while back. Uh, the Vince McMahon stuff, 
We had reported last week that he had spinal surgery, but I didn't know anything like this happened. Um, yeah, lot, I, I smell, I smell going on. I smell shenanigans on that one. But let's let's I'm, start I'm excited with, uh, to talk about it. Let's start with the Bucks. So th- this is big news, but this is very anti anticlimactic news for me. Um, mm-hmm. because like you said, we kind of expected it the whole time and, and reading the sports illustrated articles, the sports illustrated broke the news today. They said they're multi-year deals. No terms were disclosed. Nick Jackson, um, I think made all the sense in the world. So, so in, in the SI story, Nick Jackson said that the schedule was a huge part of it. He's got three young kids. Uh, he said uh, something along the lines of, I'd rather make big moments with my family than on the road or something. And, uh, it makes perfect sense, right? I mean, in, in AEW, they're on the road once a week and then twice if they got a pay-per-view. Cody Rhodes is probably on the road four times a week. Plus, he does a shit ton of media on top of it. And yes. so I'm assuming money-wise, it was probably going to be comparable between the two mm-hmm. companies. And so it makes sense. And, and you know what? I'm going to be honest. Uh, my opinion, I think at this stage of the career at, of their careers, the Young Bucks, to me, are not legitimate main event level box office attractions at this stage of their career but they're probably getting paid like it. And so I think that it makes sense for everybody that they resign because I think that there's going to be more value in them doing what they currently do in AEW than if they're just talent in WWE. So I think it makes perfect sense. As a fan, I'm a little selfish. I would have loved to have seen Kenny Omega in WWE. Um, I think there would have been a lot of very interesting matchups there that we haven't seen before, but it, it was clear to me that he wanted to stay too. He was pretty public that, you know, his, his heart was in Japan and all of that. So does any of this surprise you at all, Sean? I don't think so. Right? No, not at all. Not, not in the least. I, I disagree. I think that the young bucks are attractions. I think they're especially attractions within the AEW world. Yes. And I think that had they went to WWE, I think that thing, I mean, a lot of people didn't look at Cody as, as a big attraction in AEW. Now, granted, he was out of the world title picture, was not involved with the elite, was in the Cody verse. So it was sort of minimized an awful lot. But you never know how things could be maximized just with a change of scenery. You never quite know how that will change things. And I think especially for what the Young Bucks do, they, they are absolutely attractions. But I'm not surprised by this. What I'm surprised by is something we had reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. This The talk started in January, Jimmy. It took them about seven full months to get these deals done. And the punk stuff did slow it down. Obviously, there were there were talks that had to be had and things that needed to be tidied up and straightened up and, and the like. But I it, the, the length that it took for this to happen caused you know a lot of people to say, oh, well, WWE is going to swoop in, etc. There were certainly people in WWE that thought that it was possible that the, the Young Bucks and Hangman and Kenny all headed over there. But at no time was I given any real indication that that was something that was going to happen. In fact, in June, we had reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, please subscribe, that they were expected to stay in AEW and they're going to get very, very good deals. And what I had been saying all along is whether or not they planned on working with CM Punk, leverage that, get more money out of that. Yeah. Say, we helped you start this. We're going to be around a lot longer than he is in the ring, outside the ring, all that good stuff, and uh, make as much money off of it as, as you possibly can. And I'm glad to hear that the deals got done. To me, Cody leaving AEW was a big blow, and now that we see what he really is in WWE, it, it you see that it's a bigger blow in what it could have been than actually what it was, because like I said, he was on an island of his own, and a lot of the stuff that he was doing on that show you were kind of just like ah this why is he facing anthony agogo and then mm-hmm. Agogo doesn't show up for two more years you know what i mean mm-hmm. like so it wasn't that big of a loss to them at the moment but now that we see wrestlemania main eventer incredible merch seller putting asses in seats this is one that within the context of the program as we see it today the elite are almost always involved in big stuff world champions tag team champions main events of pay-per-views there is no doubt this would have been a major blow to aew so them retaining all these guys oh and by the way hangman page as well uh is is massive for them because hangman is perpetually over that guy always gets great reactions yeah and i i agree i think that i think that in this case it would have been a bigger loss for aew than it would have been a, a gain for wwe i think 
Uh, and I agree with you that them losing Cody and, and how Cody's stardom, if that's the, the right word, uh, has really been magnified since he went to WWE. I don't think Tony Khan would have wanted to see that be emulated with the others. And Kenny Omega, I think Kenny Omega would have been a WWE champion. Uh, and so, uh, I think that Tony Khan definitely didn't want to see them leave. And, and you know what? Kudos to everybody, man. I mean, the, the objective should be make your money, uh, try not to get hurt and they potentially get both. I mean, obviously Omega, because of his style, he's, he's been beat up, but when you only have to work one day a week, if you want to, I mean, if you want to work Indies, they'll let you, if you want to go to Japan, they'll let you, but if you only want to work one day a week, you can't in, in a Yeah, day. but I think work one day a week is very misrepresentative because they travel in the day before. Sure, sure, sure. You're there all day. You're traveling out the next day. Then you're helping with any number of things. But the schedule is is a lot better. But even Cody has said, well, the schedule in WWE is a lot better because they stopped doing these Raw house shows, SmackDown house shows. They're just like, "Ah, you know what? Let's combine these and actually put some asses in seats for these shows by having everybody on them. And everybody ends up for the best. Uh, we're going to get into some super chats and some humper chats. Ricardo says, select is the best $5 I spend. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. Uh, it's only getting better, guys. I got some real good stories coming up. Uh, we've got one right now that's up on Fightful Select that we'll actually talk about on the list goes on about a former WWE champion that is being discussed for All In. And uh, how about Psycho this? Sid, look forward to it. I would love that. I would. <laughs> I would love it. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have news on Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, and the rumors of a stipulation match. Uh, why Trish and Becky was moved. I'm thinking Saturday's the day I'm going to drop a pretty, pretty significant Roman Reigns story regarding the WWE championship and maybe why that title didn't change hands at WrestleMania. Really? I I think that one's going to be a very interesting one. I'll be at Media Day Friday, so we'll have some early notes from interviews there as well. We've got the Raw, SmackDown, SummerSlam, early plans that will be up shortly before those shows. Match orders, rundowns, all kinds of good stuff over there. Talking to Lufisto tonight about that AEW tweet. $5 a month gets you that, and on top of that, you get like 40-plus podcasts a month. Spencer says, Hey, Sean, big fan ever since your first Quizlemania appearance. Best $5 ever spent. Any word on Jamie Hayter's status in general? They were hoping to have her back for All In, but unfortunately, as Fightful Select reported, not only is she not going to be at All In, they're not sure if she's going to be back this year. They really? have no timetable on her return whatsoever. What's the injury again, Sean? I, I don't know if I'm able to discuss that. I don't okay. think that's out there yet. Okay, okay. So. That's too bad, man. That's too bad. It's because I, I, I'm sure for her especially, All In is, is a major deal. It is for everybody, but I'm sure for her Of course, especially. and that, that's something that they wanted to do. Oh. What does All In end up attendance-wise? So, Jimmy, we're going we're gonna to kind of roll this. This is going to be a lot of – we're going to be going back and forth to subjects because obviously people are going to want to talk about, about the elite throughout this, but – I'm going to go check out the latest wrestle ticks. I think uh, 77 last I looked. Yeah, it's about 77.5. Now, yeah. I actually dropped them a little note. This, uh, I think it was after July 31st. And I said, hey, just so you know, uh, we got approved for our media seats. I don't know if those have been distributed yet. I don't know. We don't know what section. We don't know if it has changed anything. Uh, but that might cause a little bit more of a jump because. You know what? If I were them, I would credential every damn media member that asked for that show to put an extra ass in a seat, an extra ass in a seat, an extra ass in a seat. Like, why not do it? Uh, but objectively, we're talking 77,500 before a match is announced, Jimmy. So I think they're going to get to 80. Oh, yeah, I think they will. So, so just to be clear, I'm pretty sure the record that they're looking to break is the paid attendance record. Pretty sure. Sure. And so the media seats won't won't uh, won't have any uh, sure. bearing on that, but this is a major success. There's there's no question about it. I've seen so many people trying to spin it in different ways, and some some of the conspiracy theorists, oh, Tony Khan's bought up all the seats and all this bullshit. This is a legitimate success. I don't remember what the paid number is right now. Uh, I think WrestleTix had it, and I think Tony Khan mentioned it too. Don't remember what it is, but they're very close to breaking the all-time paid attendance record for a wrestling show, and I think they will. Uh, and that's a big deal, man. And, and you know, we can jump into Hunter's comment if you want. And, and 
Yeah, well, I mean, why not? I mean, th- this whole show is going to be a little bit of the elite Triple H, yep. uh, SummerSlam, and and the the situation that we're looking at right now. Sure. So I, I watched the Cody documentary last night on Peacock, and uh, and I thought it was really good. And you know, a lot of AEW fans are up in arms over Triple H calling AEW a secondary promotion. And I, as soon as I heard that comment, yep. I was like, I looked at Denise, who was next to me, and I was like, that's going to kick up some shit. Yep. And, and, you know, here, let's be honest, right? I mean, okay. So on the one side of it, Hunter is obviously a WWE. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but The question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. We lifer. He's been there for almost 30 years. He's, mm-hmm. he's uh, you know, uh, one of the hierarchy now. But the reality is AEW is the secondary promotion to WWE, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but that's reality, right? WWE is ahead of them in every aspect, whether it be television ratings, live event attendance, brand recognition. When people think pro wrestling, they think WWE. And the big one, revenue, WWE is way ahead of AEW when it comes to revenue. Over the last year, the gap has only gotten bigger, especially with uh, with television. But that doesn't mean that, number one, AEW is not successful because they are. And it also doesn't mean that AEW one day won't overtake WWE because we've seen it. WCW did it. You know, it takes the right talent and it takes the right story coming coming along at the right time. And there's no saying that that will never happen. But uh, but what Hunter said is not wrong. Like, what what were your thoughts on it? A lot of people were saying, oh, he took a shot. He took a shot. It was a little bit of a shot, but I don't care. Like, I just don't care about that. I don't care that Triple H did it. I don't care that Tony Khan took exception to it. And by that, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Like, I sure. I like it. I, I like friendly competition. I liked when the Bullet Club rolled up to outside of Raw and did their little thing. I liked it when DX rolled up to, to WCW. And compared to that, this is nothing. Are you kidding me? Like, I was... I was watching Road Dog and Billy Gunn out there calling out Triple H and Shawn Michaels on TNA. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, friendly comp, and and that was a little bit different. That was them threatening like physical violence against people back then. That that I wasn't necessarily that cool with. This the spirit of competition. Give me that. I want the spirit of competition because the spirit of competition is what created AEW in the first place. Because WWE got so complacent creatively for years that there were so many uh people that were just unsatisfied we've got andy saying well the success of aew and triple h's hatred of them have a negative impact on cody even though he's now a huge star they spited towards wcw legends previously cody in that documentary really hammered home i have always been a wwe guy i am a wwe guy i just had to prove my worth elsewhere if you watched triple h's booking (laughs) after he came back from his health stint, you would realize he probably watched a lot of AEW. There were a lot of AEW-esque booking things, like a lot of stables popping up, a lot of stuff like that. There were a lot of things like that that he looked at and said, oh, that works now. I don't think it affects it at all. No, I don't um, think so either. I mean, and, and Tony, you know, I, I want to mention what Tony said. So Tony was interviewed by the Orlando Sentinel, 
uh, and they asked him about that comment. I'm not going to read his entire quote, uh, but he basically sure. said, we certainly won't be the secondary promotion at all in. Uh, he went on to say, uh, for the first time in a long time, WWE has been secondary in a lot of markets. Now, I don't know if that's true. Somebody asked me on Twitter, what markets are they secondary in? And I said, yeah. I don't know. Ask Brandon Thurston, because I don't, I don't research that stuff. But a lot of WWE fans are kind of crapping on Tony, saying, oh, he's insecure and stuff. It's his freaking company. Of course, you're going to defend it. If it yeah. was my company, I would defend it too. Yeah. And anybody else would. So I don't know. I'm going to need can... you out there defending Fightful against some of these trolls, Jimmy. I'm happy to do it. I think you've seen how I do it. <laughs> I do it a little bit differently than you. But uh, but no, I, I have no issue yeah. with what Tony said whatsoever. He's defending you, his company. Anybody would do that. You did sort of laugh in Zero News's face when he threatened to uh, email our servers one time. That was, a, that was a fun one. I did, but I ended it in a nice way. Remember what I said to him and then he left the chat? Can't remember. Oh, oh I don't need to repeat it. <laughs> Uh, Desire says, is Triple H 100% back in control of Raw as of now? I wouldn't say 100%, but he is in control of Raw. Mike T90K says, shout out to WrestleTix. If I'm TK, I would have heavily promoted All In in Detroit this weekend. Witness the biggest box office attraction in wrestling history. AEW presents All In. I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, how would he promote it on SummerSlam? How's he like? What's he talking about? Buying it out on Peacock? What's he talking about? Yeah, like it was. I I don't think. I think maybe he meant locally, but I mean, locally. then you're spending a lot of money to like, hey, fly over there, type of thing. <laughs> I think what they're doing with oh, Jeff but, Jarrett, yeah, and, by the pay per view, but yeah, and Paul White is make makes an awful lot of sense there. Um, we got B Mandible saying, "Thanks for the updates today, guys." Uh, going to my first AEW live event tonight in Tampa. My first live wrestling in ten years. Looking forward to the recap afterwards. Peace. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I mean, the AEW experience is very, very fun live. WWE has been lately too. Like I, it honestly, it didn't used to be of the last like year or so. Man, I have had a great time going to WWE shows. But I got Collision in Lexington soon. I got SummerSlam this weekend. It's gonna be fun. Who do you think returns in SummerSlam? And uh, KE775 says, have you heard of any SummerSlam surprises? Well, we did report on Fightful Select this past week, Jimmy, best $5 in the business. Randy Orton has not resumed bumping yet. However, one of the funniest quotes that I got was from the person that I was talking to. He's like, now listen, I can't guarantee Vince McMahon won't call us up on painkillers from back surgery and say, <laughs> we got to have Randy punt somebody. We got to have it. It's like, so I'm not going to say it's impossible, but there we go. I'm what about not, everybody's going to assume Bray too, right? Oh, Bray's coming back. I haven't heard anything. It doesn't mean it's not happening, but the last I heard he was waiting to get cleared. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got Darren Walker saying any news on Red Velvet, Arn Anderson, and Brock Anderson. Uh, Red Velvet has been injured for a very, very long time. In fact, she had an interview that was, scheduled with Grapsity and they did that interview, but they weren't able to uh, ask about the injury, so to speak. Brock Anderson, I don't know. Haven't seen him since the, the house rules tour and Arn was supposed to be with Wardlow, but Wardlow has been off TV of late. TJ smooth says if the elite are main event attractions in AEW, how do you reconcile the quarter hour ratings always seem to go down when they main event, they go down with a lot of stuff at the end of the show. Yeah, I was just going to say that. That's sort of yeah. a self-fulfilling prophecy, in my opinion. Yeah, typically the last quarters do uh, see lower numbers, and typically the first quarters and the 9 p.m. hour do the best. Brent Lockman says, just because it feels like today's going to be a busy day for you, SRS, appreciate you guys. I'm interviewing Richard Holiday and Lufisto today. Um, Richard Holiday will be up Monday. Lufisto will be up tomorrow. We've got uh, Mike T90K saying huge news day today. What are your early predictions for the main events of All In and All Out? <sighs> Cole and MJF probably main eventing one of them, Jimmy. That sucks. Why does that suck? It's one of the hottest angles on TV right now. What are you, you talking mean, you, about? You mean against each other? Yes. Yeah, see, I think they're fun together. They are fun together, but it's clearly the means I mean, to an end. I know, I know, I know. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you should pivot. Although, I, you know, if there was any way that they could do it, and I was going to talk about this later, but if there's any way that they could do it, similar to like Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes, where it's yeah. like amicable somehow, 
maybe that would be interesting. It just seems like a foregone conclusion that they're going to, they're going to split and, and one's going to jump the other, but uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's probably really going with that. Um, as what about all out? Do you have any, any predictions for that? No, no. Um, I, I mean, everybody, I've, I've read a lot of speculation about uh, Jericho and Osprey for either all in or all out. I've read, I've read about that one. Yeah. Well, it's because we broke it on fightfulselect.com. There you go. That's where I read it. And, uh, and also like FTR and the young bucks, there's been, there's been stories about that potentially. Yeah. We reported um, that on Fightful Select. There you go. Otherwise, five dollars, sure. five dollars a month, five dollars a month. That's all Beautiful. it takes. And right after this, we are live for the list goes on where we're going to talk about another rumored one. Is Mako still signed to WWE? Yes, she is. John Orchard, any NXT Europe news? Uh, it's been put on the back burner a little bit because of the the merger, but it was, we were supposed to get news this summer. You see the dynasty in AEW. So another FightfulSelect.com report, Jimmy. Richard Holiday was backstage at the Hartford, Connecticut collision. MJF was working that show. He didn't appear on screen. Uh, Richard Holiday, a fantastic promo, great worker, television star, overcame Hodgkin's lymphoma, is now a free agent. He is local to the area, so I don't know how much there is to that. I will ask him today, obviously. We'll have early notes for you this weekend on FightfulSelect.com. In that group is also Alex Hammerstone, who, as best we know, his deal is at least through 2023 with MLW. But I think there's a path to that. I think they're all three uh, effective television stars. Interesting, interesting. I mean, I, the big thing with AEW always, and, and WWE is is critical of this too, or they do this too, sometimes you just have more roster members than you do roster spots on television. Sure. And there's there's been so many times that, you know, they bring somebody into AEW, they do the big surprise announcement, and then they kind of fall off after a few weeks because it, it feels like Tony sometimes is more into the surprise than thinking long term. And so I want these guys to, to have jobs, obviously. You want them to make a living. But uh, do they have the roster spots for, for more and more and more and more talent? Oh, man, we've got a ton, ton of Super Chats. Is Soraya clear to wrestle with AEW? Haven't seen her in the ring in months. Yes, she absolutely is. And there are some plans for her to be in the ring. So, yes, she is. Amir says, any update on Ace Steel? I'm going to have a big update on Ace Steel in the next couple of weeks. Michael Higgins, look at this badass super chat he sent. Seems like they're hinting towards Punk and MJF at All Out with the two titles, MJF and Cole at All In. But it seems weird to me because Punk versus MJF would be the bigger match, but All In is the bigger show. Yeah, I, I could certainly see both of those. To me, it's weird that Punk's running around with a title belt when he lost to Ricky Starks in a singles match a couple weeks ago. Non-title. Um, Oh, brother, I don't like that at all. <laughs> but uh, Punk and MJF, assuming they can work together, I know that during the time away, there was a bit of dissension and falling out in that sense. I've still got CM Punk's Feud of the Year trophy sitting right over here. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, in my closet. Wonder wonder what trash can that'll end up in after the Lexington collision <laughs> when I take that to him. But um, when you have a feud like what they had, you can always run that back, and there's a natural rematch there because of the nature of how things got vacated. So, Michael, I'm with you. I'm with you, buddy. So I I believe, and a lot of people have, have suggested this on social media, I think it's going to be cold turning on MJF because everybody thinks MJF is the heel and he's going to turn. And Punk is coming off like a heel on collision now, you know, spray painting the X on the belt and everything. So if they do champion versus champion, it would be with MJF as the babyface and Punk as the heel, and that's how it would uh, be different from the last time around. Yeah, uh, I could I could definitely see that. I, I but I could also see MJF going to turn on Cole, Cole like ducking under, hitting a super kick, all that stuff because he's seen it coming the whole time. David says, should there be more promos for more people to drive feuds and stories sorely missing from guys like Sting, Jake Roberts, one hour of Air TV? Air TV. Yes, uh, I, I think so. And I think they should get more creative with it because Ronda Rousey did one of the best things she's ever done in pro wrestling on this past Monday's Raw. I agree. Especially outside the ring. That was the absolute best promo that we've seen out of both of them. And I think Shayna's done quite a few good ones. But that's how good I thought that one was, Jimmy. 
I agree. And uh, they're always interesting when there seems like there's an element of reality to it. And everybody watching or most people watching know the relationship between the two. They know that they're part of the four horse women. They knew that they're both obviously in MMA. They know all of this. And so for them to bring that in, I thought it was really good, especially when they had just won the tag titles. I think they defended a couple of times and then Shayna attacks her and everybody was like, what? So yeah. I thought it was a really good way of explaining it, almost like it had been building in her and she couldn't take it anymore kind of it thing. It was shocking in the arena, Jimmy. Like, I'm that sure. Was, of all the returns and special things that happened that night, that was the most unique reaction that I experienced. That was very, very cool. Yes, I agree. Collision versus SummerSlam, who kicks off each show? I would kick off with Ricky Starks and CM Punk on Collision, um, but you could put it anywhere. I saw Sports Key to say, oh, it's going to go head-to-head with Roman and Jay. You ain't watched any WWE PLEs lately, have you? They close. <laughs> um, I think that the Battle Royal probably kicks off SummerSlam. Get people feeling good about LA Knight. Uh, Logan Paul Ricochet is kicking it off, according to Logan Paul. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because uh, he wants to go to that fight. So you're, That's you're right. right. Yep. Jonathan Corona says, any update on a TV deal, Sean, for uh, WWE? Well, actually, uh, Nick Khan spoke about this. He says he's optimistic over the TV rights negotiations. If I were him, I would be pretty optimistic too, Jimmy. So today, August 2nd, WWE announced their Q2 earnings for 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, And a couple of interesting things came off the the news today. We'll get to the Vince one in in a few minutes. But Nick Khan was asked in the Q&A about television rights and about how come they haven't announced a new deal yet. Because five years ago, uh, they announced that deal in June. Now we're in August, and they haven't announced a deal yet. So people were wondering why it's taking longer. And Nick Khan said that it's because the starting prices for Raw and SmackDown this time around uh, are far greater than they were five years ago. Yep. And so he said that that means deeper and longer com- uh, conversations. He said that they remain optimistic. What I wonder is, I wonder if reality is not meeting expectations. Like, I'm wondering if they went in thinking we're going to get a billion a year and they're not seeing the kind of uh, interest at that level that they thought. But whatever the case, they'll get a deal. Uh, Hopefully it's not. Do you remember several years ago when Miss Man said, if we don't double our rights, you can put me in a chicken wing? Do you remember that? (laughs) Yes. Hopefully it's not one of these things where, you know, in their minds, they're thinking this is we're going to get. And then they have to kind of quietly announce a slight increase from the last deal. But yes. uh, that's what Nikon said today. That's that's the latest. Well, I can confirm that uh, we've continued our rights fees with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out, my friends. You've heard me talk about a lot of things that NordVPN.com slash Fightful has, and I'm about to tell you almost everything it has. Listen to your favorites abroad. If you're traveling and you want to watch, listen to your favorite shows, they got you covered. Fastest VPN in the world. You can shield your data from snoops and criminals. So that way your IP address is changed. You can safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, simply browse, and complete privacy. You can protect yourself on that public Wi-Fi no matter where it is. You can secure every device you own on every operating system you own. They also have the ability to get a NordPass password manager. Maybe it's a little more difficult for you to, to remember those passwords. They got you covered. They also got the file encryption tool. That way there's an extra layer of security between you and your content. Threat protection. You're safe from disruptions with their kill switch. 24-7 tech support. Fastest VPN on the planet. Reliable encryption. A 30-day money-back guarantee. You will end up saving money when you subscribe to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. So glad to have them back after a quick pause in July. Still put them over. Still love NordVPN. Uh, By far, the sponsor that I use the most when I am awake uh, because I'm always on one of my devices or all of my devices. More than Blue Chew, Sean Ross app? A little bit more than Blue Chew. (laughs) Van Twinblade says, Glory Pro is starting their own YouTube show, starting their back catalog. Do you think more indie should put their catalog on YouTube or stay on IWTV slash fight? literally whichever makes them more money. If they can get more money or exposure from YouTube, they should do it that way. If they can make a significant increase on the other uh, streaming platforms, do it there. What was the name of that company? Re- Russell, was it Russell pro 
that used to do all of their shows on YouTube and then they stopped because they just weren't monetizing it enough or they weren't making enough. Do you remember? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't remember either. I don't remember either. You like, you know, we know a lot about YouTube. Obviously we're seeing, you know, a lot of success with shorts lately because that's kind of yeah. where everybody's going. So I'd be curious, obviously to answer we, that. We uh, used to do pants a lot more than shorts. That's cute. It's cute. But to answer that person's question, uh, obviously you want to monetize the library the best you can. I'd be curious how they do with YouTube. Mm -hmm. but uh hell it's better than doing nothing with it absolutely know? what do you think the women's matches will be at all in i think they're gonna i think it'll probably be a multi-person women's title match leading the charge there mr cj Lilly says what do you think of conan's comments about wwe releasing bray while he's out with his illness injury i think it's totally wrong to do and i feel people need to get off bray's back yeah uh i agree um you cannot predict what happened to bray wyatt he has a long-term illness I, as best i like just to kind of calm people down as best i know not life-threatening or anything like that but just something he can't get cleared from for a while and uh you know i i'm sorry I've, i'm being vague but i don't really care to to be vague in this situation because it's it's more his business than anything but uh, yeah i don't think that that necessarily should be held against people we've had people that unfortunately underwent illnesses and at no point were we like yeah well we got to cut them loose we we can't have them here you worry about the health of the person before anything um they brought him back for a reason and that's because he could draw he could put asses in seats and he could get people interested it's just they hadn't created the best opportunity for him to do that can you imagine the potential pr if oh they did God. that, I mean, they, they just today for their Q2 earnings, they announced a record quarter for revenue and they announced a record quarter for operating income. So imagine with the numbers they're putting up, if they did that, what kind of PR nightmare that could be. I'd be, be stunned horrible. if they did that. I'd be stunned. Have you heard of any major programs coming out of SummerSlam? I haven't actually. I, now that you, now that you mention it, I'll, I'll probably poke around this week though. Sorry. I don't have an answer for you. Broadway Joe says AEW have the most paid attended event in history the most viewed wrestling show across Europe and Canada. And unlike WWE, you seem to be struggling to get a TV deal. AEW have their billion locked up. I would not say WWE struggling to get a TV deal. And AEW is not getting a billion dollars. Like, I'm sorry, they're not. I think they will. I think they well, will. maybe maybe over like several years. Yeah, they're not getting like a billion dollars per year, but no, I think no, they'll no, get no, a billion but, dollar deal. But I mean, WWE, they, they're, I don't think they're struggling, but I think that they're setting their prices really, really high in what they're expecting. I think at the very least they're going to get what they're currently getting at least at least a half a half a bill a year. I imagine. Yeah, I think WWE is going to get a, an insane amount of money, but I think AEW will and AEW will get a lot of money over the course of the deal. And as I've mentioned before, Jimmy, they don't answer to stockholders, so they really deem what they consider a success. Yep, for and, sure. And I've I've equated that to like. To, to your business you're you made your money outside of fightful you did fightful because you wanted to do fightful tony khan did not have to do aew like he, they don't have to do that so they get to deem well this is the the gross or net amount that i deem success and this is how much we choose to invest in it and that is a situation that a lot of people aren't usually in Jonathan Corona says, here goes my money for you, Sean, because you need a raise, buddy. And also, yes, tomorrow, heading to my Mexico for my 23rd birthday. I'll say this. I am very comfortable with what I make at Fightful. I am I am well taken care of. He's more comfortable than I am. <laughs> Based on Fightful? Yes. In life, in life, if you want to trade oh. houses, I'd be happy to do All that. right, all right, all right. Percent chance that RVD debuts in AEW tonight to save Jerry Lynn. I think it's quite possible. I don't know that it's happening, though. I don't know that it's happening. We have a couple of really great super chats. Uh, Hunter Tillman, great to see Hunter here. He's always so generous to us. What's up, SRS and Jimmy Van? Want to get your all's thoughts why AEW hasn't really been the ball and following up regular shows after big-time pay-per-views such as Forbidden Door? Do you think Tony needs a female booker? Yes, if I were Tony Khan... Uh, he he often mentions Sarah Stock and uh, and Madison Rain. I would lean a little bit more on on female voices and things like that. I would lean on them to say, "Hey, this is this is how we think that this would work. This is the real life 
confrontations and conflicts and things that we have that maybe aren't reflected on AEW television. I think that is very important. Probably something I'm going to talk to Lufisto about tonight because mm. I know that her original hope was to go in there as a coach and it just didn't end up working. Interesting. To me, the more female voices you have, the more likely you are to have angles that reflect that that will interest women and be interesting outside. Because otherwise, if you don't give the women time, then you complain that they don't draw. That is a self-fulfilling prophecy because almost nothing will if you don't give it the time. It's 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 not too dissimilar from always asking, like, why would an 80 year old man write a promo for, say, Roman Reigns? How does he go. know what a guy Roman Reigns would say? You know, and that's how you get your suffering succotash, right? It's almost exactly. a similar kind of, it's almost a similar kind of thing. Like how how would Tony Khan or any man for that matter know how to write a promo for a woman, right? Again, guys, get your super chats, get your humper chats in. We are largely a super chat humper chat driven show now, and we've got plenty. We're still gonna talk about that Vince thing shortly, but man. You guys are killing it with the super chats today. It makes me so happy. And if this ain't enough for you, I'm doing a live Q&A on FightfulSelect.com on Thursday. Uh, Brent Lockman has one right up my alley. He says, what a weird spot Samoa Joe is in when it comes to Twisted Metal promotion. WWE won't even show him. AEW doesn't mention it as it's not a Warner property. Uh. Shame as it's awesome. I really enjoyed this show. We watched all 10 episodes. Uh, Samoa Joe isn't the voice, but he is the the body of Sweet Tooth, who is the clown that you would always see on the Twisted Metal covers. And his his pro wrestling experience really shines through, Jimmy. You see that body language play out so well. And I enjoyed the hell out of the show. Like, I loved it. My wife wants to see it. Tell me there's a spot where somebody jumps at him and he, and he casually walks away. Tell me, Sean. No, but it, it, it should happen. It <laughs> absolutely awesome. should awesome, happen. man. Any chance Cole turns heel on MJF? I don't know about heel. I don't know. Or maybe they just want to... To me, there's still... MJF very clearly still wants to do the I'm walking out in 2024 thing. I mean, I would... I would. I agree with you. And, and whenever MJF does the babyface thing, it comes off disingenuous. Yeah. And so it's hard to imagine Cole being the evil heel and MJF. And granted, the fan base would, would pop for MJF. Uh, but it is hard to, to watch him as a baby face and not just think, ah, oh, you're full of shit and you're going to stab it in the back. And yeah, that's the tough thing with MJF, you know? Yes. Boy says if AEW plus becomes a streaming service, what would be a decent price point for you gentlemen? Oh, Jimmy, I know the perfect price point. $5. No, no, that's <laughs> Fightful select. Listen, ain't nobody beating our prices and getting equality, but $9 and 98 cents. Jimmy. Ah, cute, cute. In reality, they'll probably do tiers because now you're seeing that they'll have an ad supported tier, probably, and and whatever. But uh, that's clever. That's clever. Is Cora called up or was last night a storyline? I haven't heard a definitive answer. I think it's a storyline. I think it's a storyline. I can't say that, um, like specific, like guaranteed or anything like that. But I believe so. We got Mr. CJ Lilly also saying, I have to laugh at people who say those skulls that have popped up behind a few people are Bray coming back like the white rabbit. Can't believe it was three years ago since Bray first attacked Alexa on Monday. Love that. It's So we had reported recently, Jimmy, that there was going to be another Wyatt family. Uh, or Wyatt family-esque stable. It was going to have Eric Young, who I think would have been great. But I had Bo Dallas as Uncle Howdy and likely would have featured Alexa as well. But you know, she she announced her pregnancy and she let them know like in March that she wasn't coming back. So what happened was <laughs> at the end of February, Bray Wyatt gets sick. In March, Alexa lets them know I'm pregnant. I'll be out the rest of the year. A couple weeks into April, Eric Young says, I ain't working for Vince McMahon. So poor Bo Dallas is just sitting there with his top hat like, what the hell, <laughs> man? What the hell? <laughs> like, poor guy. So clearly those skulls mean that Papa Shango is going to make his return to WWE, right? I would, uh, I would find that very, very fun. <laughs> honestly. Um, do you think the AEW will ever, uh, AEW pay-per-view will ever be on max? I think it should be. And thank you, Bridget, for this incredibly generous super chat, Jimmy. I think it should be. If it makes financial sense for AEW, if they think 
they will make within like 5% of what they would have made on pay-per-view. I think it's a good idea because of the, the sheer exposure and the different kind of fan that you expose yourself to here. You get John Cena fans who are watching Peacemaker. You get uh, Euphoria fans. You get people who are binge-watching Succession. You get people who are binge-watching The Sopranos or The Wire or whatever. Great TV shows are on Max. But also now you get all these fans that like DIY stuff, like house flipping shows and stuff because of the merger with Discovery. So it opens yourself up to a great amount of fans. If I were them, I would really, really want to be on Max, Jimmy. I'm sure they've talked about it. And, and you know, even if you sometimes in business, you know, you've got to risk the present day in order to look at the, the, the future. And yeah. so even if they had to take a deal where their cut of max would be maybe comparable or less than pay-per-view today, but then long term, you've set yourself up where now you have everything digitally. You have a library digitally. You have this whole package so that maybe a few years down the road, you look uh, at, a, at a new buyer. I think for sure they're looking in this direction. I think there's no question. They haven't announced a new deal yet, right? And uh, they haven't, no. And Collision is doing better now. And so Collision is a more attractive property as well. I think there's no doubt they're looking at this. I'm sure that that's going to be the direction they go. Well, if you're looking for a more attractive property for your package and don't want to have to worry about cuts, check out manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Get a great deal and you're not going to end up looking like Abdullah the Butcher on your ball sack. The absolute best in men's grooming. Free shipping, two free gifts. They got they just got incredible offers over at Manscaped. I believe you can save 20% right now. They have a variety of different packages for your package and for your body in general. There's the Performance Package 4.0. That's the all-in-one grooming kit. We're talking about down there, your body, your ears, your nose, all that good stuff. They got the perfect package that is just for your groin. They got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Now, this thing is loaded. It's got the best beard trimmer I've ever used. Beard shampoo, conditioner, oil, balm, a travel bag, a beard brush, beard comb, and beard scissors. All of that. They are taking care of you whenever it comes to grooming in the restroom. When they start making wipes, it's over for everybody. They got cologne. They got boxers. They got the body buffer. They've got conditioner and shampoo, two-in-one, body wash, all that good stuff at manscaped.com and use that code FIFL. Now they also have the Handyman Compact Face Shaver. It is fantastic for traveling as well. That way, you're staying good and smooth no matter where you go. Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Check it out, my friends. You're not going to end up looking like those two, that's for sure. These are all of the action figures that my kid has destroyed. Those are, and I keep those are them Remco's too. Damn. They're Remco's. I could probably get like 50 bucks each and now they're worth a lot. Not less. anymore. No. Any so. news on Brian Danielson? He posted a vague tweet today. Funny enough, I'd sent him a get well wish like a month and a half ago and he just like heart emojied it earlier. <laughs> that guy is <laughs> never online. Um, he was supposed to be ready for, or they were hoping he'd be ready for all in. He ain't going to be. I'll have more on that. But a matter of months, it looks like. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats, guys. Ryan Martin says, with Vince indefinitely stepping away from all roles, does this mean Triple H has final say creatively? Somewhat. Uh, I think that Vince could probably still override him from wherever the hell he is, though, Jimmy. Uh, when I asked last week about, hey, does this mean he's not involved? I got a, I don't have that answer type of thing. So uh, what they disclosed today as part of the earnings was that he is still the chairman. They, yeah. And they made a notice. They put, they made a point of saying that that he's still the chairman, and so he could, in theory, still override Hunter um, if, if he wanted to. Should we get into the Vince stuff? Let's go ahead and get into the Vince stuff, and I will uh, go up here to this super chat that we got way, way, way in. Ke seven seven five says, "I know Vince has provisions in place to protect his position as chairman, but we're Ari Emanuel. Feel good about keeping him around if this continues. He don't care." 
not necessarily. So it, it depends on what's going to come of this this federal raid and, and the subpoena. It depends on where it's going. So let's talk about all of it. I smell shenanigans because, you know, corporate politics sometimes. So uh, word broke last Friday that Vince underwent major spinal surgery the previous week. I know Fifel reported it and TMZ reported it. WWE confirmed that Vince has been on medical leave from all duty since July 21st and will be for the foreseeable future. And this is where things get uh, a little interesting, Sean. So July 21st was the supposed date of his medical leave. This morning, uh, as part of the disclosures with the earnings uh, results, they disclosed that on July 17th, four days before his medical leave, federal law enforcement agents executed a search warrant and served a federal grand jury subpoena on Vince McMahon. No charges have been brought into these investigations. First thing I want to do is I want to explain what that means, served with a grand jury subpoena. What that means is that the government believes that he has information relevant to a federal criminal case. That's, that's what that means. Now, no charges were brought against him. And so we don't necessarily know what this pertains to. And I should uh, reiterate that again, the no charges have been brought against him. WWE issued a statement on this and it's short. So I'll read it. They said, quote, we believe this is a continuation of the investigation that commenced last summer. WWE has cooperated throughout and fully understands and respects the government's need for a complete process. Vince also issued a statement. And I'm not going to read it because it's long, but there's one excerpt from it. He said, throughout this experience, I have always denied any intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so. I'm confident that the government's investigation will be resolved without any findings of wrongdoing. Oh, brother. When, when this whole thing first came out that, oh, shit, there was, a, there was a federal raid. My very first hunch, I'm being very honest, was that it was related to Donald Trump. Because sure. because Donald Trump is on federal charges right now uh, related to the 2020 election and him and Vince are really tight. And so that was my initial hunch. But when these statements came out, now it sounds like it's in relation to the sexual assault allegations uh, against Vince. Here's where I'm questioning if there's shenanigans. What did I ask you this morning, Sean? I said, do you know for sure that Vince had spinal surgery? Do you know that for 100 percent? Because. Back TMZ when he was, did also confirm it. Yeah, I well, I know that, but I I'd like to know. Like, did anybody? Does anybody have any kind of verifiable proof? Because back when he was on steroid, the steroid trial, sure. All of a sudden, he's got a neck problem, and he's showing up to court with a neck brace on, maybe looking for some sympathy. Mm -hmm. This time around, he gets raided by the feds, mm -hmm. and then he has major spinal surgery right after. I don't know, mm -hmm. man. I it, it's it seems pretty convenient to me, but uh, that's what happened. Uh, do you have anything to add? Very suspicious. It is incredibly suspicious, and uh, you know, of course, WWE is going to downplay it. There, there's so many contacts I've had at WWE that have been burned by Vince-related stuff that you know they were like, "He's done. He's gone. He ain't coming back." We're assured that, and then what? Well, what happened? They all got egg on their face there. Um, I, with Vince McMahon, I automatically assume the worst all the time anymore. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. the time I assume the worst and it's not a conspiracy theory against him where I've got a tinfoil hat on. He has repeatedly shown from a creative aspect, from generally a moral aspect, from a financial aspect, from a legal aspect, there isn't a lot of reason to put a lot of confidence in the things that he says and does. Uh, Ari Emanuel did not want him back. Nobody wanted him back. Like, are, are you kidding me? He took the deal that would get him back. So here well, we are. Here we are four months, less than four months after this deal was announced. And he already in some shit again. Yeah. No, well, un until more information comes out, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of reserve judgment a little bit. Now, again, based on the statements that they came out with today, WWE and Vince, it does sound like the feds raided them over the sexual assault allegations, but we will see where it goes. If this turns into a criminal case, if they believe that the government thinks that they have something on Vince, uh, and if this turns into a criminal, he will be out. I mean, he will, um, as, as chairman of the new co, but, if, if, if it's just an allegation, if he's proven to be innocent in court, that kind of thing, um, he'll be okay. I think it'll be like what you hear a lot about, right? He'll, he'll be kind of sitting on the back burner for a while, waiting for everything to play out. And if it plays out in his favor, he'll be back. And if it plays out against him, he won't. And, and that's, uh, that's how it's going to be. But it's just very convenient to me 
that he's on a medical leave. Uh, he's taking a break from his duties. And oh, by the way, I got raided by the feds. It's uh, yeah. pretty convenient. So we'll see what happens. Do we know who's running talent relations in WWE? Yeah, I got by the name of Paul Levesque is the head of talent relations. Just Mass says, I want a match versus SRS at Lexington Collision. Book it, Tony. Yeah, that's that's exactly what my priority is there. Uh, definitely, definitely doing that. David says, I agree. More edited promos, but I meant more in-ring promos like Joker Sting segments. Very exciting. Now guys like Jake Roberts and Sting are mutes. Yeah, I do think that some of them, like a Jake Roberts, needs a direction, though, because there are sometimes they would just talk to hear their own voices in some situations. Not just him, but a lot of other people, too. Do they do any kind of promo classes in AEW? Any kind of promo training? I don't know. It's a good question. I need to ask about that. Okay. Uh, Black Mega Man says, with his recent comments about the strikes, do you think Stephen Amell hung out with wrestlers too long and caught their anti-union brain worms? Buddy, you can tell he's been working on a wrestling show. No union. None of that. Were you surprised by him saying that stuff, Jimmy? Uh, I don't know enough about him to really be surprised or not. Uh, I, I recall he commented on it. And, oh, I think what he said was he wasn't against uh, the union or the beliefs. He was against the strike. Like, he felt like there should be yeah. another alternative to striking. And so I think people are taking it out of context a little bit. I, I don't think he's saying I, I don't agree with their belief. I think he's saying there should be a different way to go about it than striking. I think yeah. that's what he said. Nicholas says, did you happen to see Maven's video with people he worked with? Very interesting. It's on YouTube. Yeah, we're covering it heavily. I actually sent it to our news team with a bunch of uh, different articles they could do off of it. We're going to be covering a lot of his stuff. Uh, if you guys want to go back, there's a show I did with Denise because we wanted to provide full transparency as reviewers on the GCW spot. He helped calm her down a ton. It was, it was really great. He was a, a really wonderful dot guy. Uh, glass door gamer says dynamite and T collision TV deal doing great. Any news on that? But he also says fans will be pissed if WWE goes back to the pay-per-view model under the new merger after years of the network peacock seems like the streamers see more value in partnering up for pay-per-views like ESPN with UFC. It all depends on the method and what their draw is, what their power is, and all that. So to, to your point about the AEW collision and dynamite deal, a lot of it de is determined. Can we make more money bundling all this, or can we make more money dividing it up? Because that's the concern. I think when it comes to WWE, because they're a public company, and even when the new code goes through, they're still going to be public. That means that they always have to show growth for the shareholders, yeah. right? They always have to show growth. I think if they ever get to a point, especially, you know, we're seeing cable television dying and everything. If, if we ever get to a point where they're not able to get the increases in rights fees that they need in order to continue showing growth in their revenue, that's when I think you're going to see uh, pay-per-views being charged for on streaming. And I could see it starting with WrestleMania. I think WrestleMania would be the, the obvious one or maybe the big four. Sure. But uh, that's, uh, that is, I think, what will happen if they don't see increases when they need to because it's all about growth. When is the next CBW Live? I don't know what CBW is. Somebody, somebody smartened me up there. Uh, Jimmy and Sean, after Brock, what would be the next feud you'd like to do for Cody? Bray Wyatt has been rumored to make a return at SummerSlam. There we go. I don't want Bray anywhere near the Cody stuff. Cody having to feign fear over some spooky lights. I agree. I agree. I mean, okay, I you look that. at the Raw brand. And more than likely, it's going to be Judgment Day when you look at the Raw brand. Mm -hmm. I would love if it was something different. I would love if it was Bronson Reed. I would love if it was somebody, somebody different, but it looks like it's, it's got to be, be somebody protected. It's got to be somebody protected really, really well. Though. I mean, there's really only Judgment Day and, and uh, Gunther. And, and uh, you know, Gunther, I don't, oh. think, is dro I don't think he's dropping it to Drew. Nicholas so. Climont meant common Bengals W. Well, I'll be at, uh, it's, that's my little vanity project for the Bengals. I'm going to a preseason game, not this Friday, next Friday. I'll probably uh, do one live around then as well. Uh, as far as the Cody Bray thing, if it were like ancient Bray, I would kind of like that because he has, he has a lot of pent up frustration that would be great to target Cody with. Rock hard Joel Wood says, I'm a little late, so sorry if this has been answered. With surgery and the renewed legal troubles, what are the chances that Vince's role in the product decreases as a result? Well, it seems like it already has. I'm going to find out this week exactly how much it has because uh, 
you know, I'll be in person with a lot of these people. It's a little more difficult for them to, to try to, to lie about things in person, but it has decreased somewhat, but any time that I'm told that it decreases, I, I'm side-eyeing it now. Because, Jimmy, do you remember when I posted that story and I said, <laughs> there's one talent specifically that tells me Vince is back in creative and other people back that up and I got crucified. They nailed me to the old rugged cross on Twitter. And uh, what 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 happened? So Sean Rossap, I'm always so focused on looking at you when we're talking that I miss sometimes when the overlay changes. And yeah. so oh, we've had Chris Van Vliet. I'm up Chris here. Van Vliet, and uh, you. Yes. There we go. <laughs> it took somebody mentioned that in the chat for me to see that. You wish. You wish you were Chris Van. Vliet. No, I think I'm good with who I am. I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. But uh, yeah, we got David Moss saying. December 30th, New York smash collision. MJF beats Punk, blows a kiss at him from the barricade, stay off TV for a month to build up curiosity, chatter where he'll end up. I think this is a phenomenal idea where CM Punk is trying to save AEW from the thing that happened to him. Oh, I think that'd be good. And it sounds like something Tony Khan would want to do, for sure. There you go. There you go. Uh, We've also got Tony P saying a proud and Powerful or back together, would you have them come back at All In or All Out and have a match with FTR at All Out or Grand Slam? Well, I would have the match set up for Grand Slam because of the geographical location and all that stuff and, and the connection to the city. But um, I hope they're back together. Jimmy, they were one of the best tag teams in the world, and I think that like separate, they'd be fine, but together they are very, very special. Sure, and I mean, they, they've already got probably the best tag team division uh in wrestling at least north american wrestling so they would they would just you know get even stronger what ftr is doing um i wish we could see an equivalent to that in in wwe i mean the usos were kind of doing it ko and sammy uh, they lost steam when they kind of separated from the bloodline obviously kevin's injured now and there's nothing they can do about that but it would be cool to see what they've done with gunther if they could do that with a tag team uh that would be interesting and that's what ftr has been doing like he's a cast member on Friends. Well, you want to call uh, him Gunther? Gunther? Yeah, that's his name. That's his name. All right. Does Triple H not see Becky as a top star? I can't say that necessarily, but I can say that since Vince McMahon hit the bricks, things changed for, for that match. FightfulSelect.com will have the report on Thursday, but um, I, I think right now is probably not Becky's time in the title picture, but even if it was, Rhea ain't on this show Saturday, so... Woof, man. That was going to be my question Woof. for you. Like, Rhea is probably the hottest women's performer in the business right now. Why is she? I thought they were doing her and Raquel. Wasn't is Raquel legitimately hurt? I thought the plan I don't was her. I think and Raquel. she's legitimately hurt, or they wouldn't have had her out there. But I mean, then again, I would have thought that about Liv, and she was out there. So, um, injury news is becoming it's it's a little foggier. Sometimes they'll tell you everything. Sometimes they won't tell you anything. But right. I'll have right. some more news on why that stuff changed on Fightful Select. We are about to head over there right now. If I happen to miss any super chats, uh, I apologize. Just pass them along to me or something like that because this is one of our biggest super chat days in a long time. Thank you guys so much. Uh, next week, Jimmy List and your boy three hundred. We're gonna reminisce. Yeah, time goes Jimmy. by. Oh, we're gonna reminisce. We're gonna we're have gonna clips. Reminisce. Well, I don't know if we'll have clips, but we'll talk about how you used to sit in a little space station and do your <laughs> podcast, and how I was in. It, it's so funny, Jimmy, because I, I don't know if you saw when when I got doxxed on the interwebs. Uh, one one of our old friends, Billiam Batty, was like, "Boy, he lives in a three hundred thousand dollar house," and I'm like. I lived in a $50,000 house with a sinkhole last year. You think I'm ashamed of this? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? We got a couple more uh, quick super chats. Uh, we do. We yeah. do. Uh, Grayman says, SRS, really? Rhodes reuniting with Husky Harris? The Rhodes Mulligan connection? If they link Bray er, with Sullivan and the grandkids for the Army of Darkness? I said, they ain't going back that far. And I didn't mean Husky Harris. I meant like Hawaiian shirt Bray that lived yeah, in the backwoods. I knew what you meant. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Michael uh, Higgins too. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Denise is really, okay. really trying to, to get us to change to the hump, by the way. That's nice. How's Denise? A lot Soon good. Michael Higgins says WWE should do with Gallows and Anderson what F- AW does with FTR. 
listen, I love Gallows and Anderson, but I don't think they're, I don't think they would say that in the ring that they are going to go at the rate of FTR from a personality standpoint. I think that a ton more should be done with the good brothers. Like it is, it is weird that they haven't done uh, more with them, but who would you see as the FTR equivalent in WWE that could like, you know, put on the good matches every single week and all that a new day. If they were healthy, I mean mm-hmm. that, that, I mean, new day, ideally um, it's hard to compare some of them. Cause like Otis's work rate isn't quite up there, but he can, he can do some of that. The Usos can from a story, like an emotion perspective, but in the ring, Jimmy Uso is a little bit behind Jay Uso. As I look, they have the Street Profits do a very similar match a lot. I think if Damian Priest and Finn Balor were a team full-time, it would be them. I think Viking Raiders were capable of it, but I wouldn't know what they're capable of now. Yeah, <clears throat> they're too uh, honestly, now. honestly, I think Cedric and Shelton could. The the one that really stands, uh, LWO could, but they don't have that promotion. To me, the one that stands out completely, it'd be DIY if they reunited them. Gargano mm. and Ciampa would be that team, 100% that team. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I've, I'm really partial to Alpha Academy. They've become one of my favorite sure. acts, and, and okay. I agree with you on notice. But uh, I feel like Gable could more than compensate, and they could kind of be like the this era's heart foundation. So I would love to see them get a good run with the titles. That's nice. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the list goes on. We are headed over to FightfulSelect.com. The people have spoken. They want the hump, Jimmy. Okay, some people have spoken. Some people have spoken. (laughs) Until next time, we're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.